0: Mike
1: Mic check, mic check, round two, take two. Strictly football, take two. Alright, we're live and direct, eh? Alright guys. Let's go, let's introduce the cast and let's get this rocking and rolling On the top (laughs) left corner We are gonna go with The one and only eh? The young buck eh? The young grasshopper And his name is (laughs) Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Alright guys So here we go This is the one right here The one and only the stone-cold killer in the bottom right corner. <laughs> this guy, yeah. the mysterious man. Turn off your light, dude. Make it, make it predictable. Let
2: me, let me see. So, so before everybody, this is what I was looking like. So if you're watching this, this is the way I was for, for a cool minute.
1: <laughs> All right. Here we go, man. In the moment of truth, the one and only. Here we go. Are you guys ready? You guys ain't ready for this one, man. Are you sure? (laughs) Hello. There he is. (laughs) There he is. The one and only, the ladies man, J. Cruz. (laughs) J.
2: Cruz. That was mean. How crazy would it be if he's like like in a towel right now?
1: Like he does a t-shirt. Y'all want to see? (laughs) <laughs> oh okay. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> here we go all right guys let's get this going what about for you man right here
2: nice yeah, uh, there the, we go the, the comedian Can't wait, in, uh, Right. In, in in residency how's everybody doing how how are you how are you doing even uh i'm doing pretty good you know
0: just chilling it's been a nice week Nothing yeah crazy so
1: he looked nice. very happy, actually. For those of you that are on Twitch, on YouTube Live, um, <laughs> this man is very happy with a big smile on there. So, nah, you know, it's good to it's see you, chill Good, good.
2: How, 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 are, how are you, Sam? Nervous.
1: This is my Nervous. debut as a yeah. comic. Huh? That's so, what I like
2: to hear. It, you got to give the fans a, a show, Ben. I know you saying you're going to be silent, but
1: <laughs> spotlights on you now. Spotlights on me? Okay, yeah. There's so many people watching me right now, undercover.
2: Hey, hey, you never know.
1: How how are you? <laughs> how are you, Jose?
3: I'm, I'm doing pretty good, man. We taking it easy. Uh excited for this this comedy show we're about to witness.
2: Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Uh but before we before we jump into our comedy show, if you if you don't know what we're referring to, last week we we spun the wheel for what of Punishment will be this week and this week we will be, you know, uh five-minute stand-up routine by you know our our dj in residency or our next fluffy aka mm-hmm. um, but before we get to that we're gonna think about we're gonna talk about the tarjeta roja of the week jump into sam's comedy routine uh go over some var ref decisions some champions league a game that he to be prepared for us and if we have time maybe get to this world cup that we were supposed to talk about last week, but we didn't and finish off the show with, with our Quinellas for this week. So let's start off with Tarjeta Roja of the week. What uh y'all got anything in mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Start us off. Yeah. Here. All right. My Tarjeta Roja of the week is going to
0: Emmy Martinez this week. Um, after receiving the best goalie award at the Ballon d'Or ceremony. He goes on and tries to block a shot. Uh, it, This shot was, like, from outside the box. He just puts, like, his hand on it. He dives, probably puts his hand, you know, and he just goes over his head. It bounces over him, and it goes over. And he starts pretending, like, oh, like, I thought it went out. Like, it wasn't in. I took it out. And he starts looking at the linesman and the ref. <laughs> And, yeah, allowed a, a silly goal and, you know, all the trolls on Twitter and TikTok were, were getting at him. And I think it's not to be hating on him, but, you know, I think after receiving an award like, you know, the best goalie in the world and just going on and doing a mistake like that, which was his fault. Again, it's not like the defensive stuff, the shot from like 40
2: yards out. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Emmy Martinez. So I feel like he doesn't. He hasn't really gotten any tarjeta rojas of the week, but I'm sure that I'm sure that they're brewing. Yeah, uh, Sam, Jose, what are we thinking?
3: The Go tarjeta ahead. roja of the week. Go ahead. Um, well, I guess I'm. I'm gonna give it to uh, Pio Herrera this week. Nice. Um, over the weekend, uh, Medica played. Uh, Cholos, um, and America beat them 3-0. It was a close game until the second half when America kind of like, you know, uh, started playing and started making, you know, the plays and scoring the goals. And after the game, I think Pio Herrera came out and started complaining about the refs. Started complaining about how they favor America and how it's always biased when they play against America. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: like he just doesn't remember that he was once on the other side, getting the calls and getting the favoritism for being the head coach of America. Uh, so it's like how how the turntables in this scenario, where it's like, man, you know. Well, it's all it's all fun and games when you're in it, but once you're outside, like you're just like out here about to start attacking. Like if, like you're a martyr, like you've never been there before. Uh, but that that, that guy's that he's a character, and and it's always kind of delusional talk. But yeah, I'm gonna give it to him this week. Nice. Yeah, yeah that's, that's funny. Uh-huh.
0: I mean, uh, wouldn't you argue that he's speaking facts because
3: he's a credible source because he's been in it before? He's I mean, been involved I, in that. I mean I, I wouldn't I wouldn't argue against it, that's for sure, but it's like, come on man, like he never said anything when he was a coach. <laughs> no, I never heard fair, of him. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so I love it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh Sam, you got anything or you want me to go?
1: Uh if I were to give one to somebody this week, it's gonna continue to go in the direction of PSG after taking that <laughs> L. While having one of the best players in the, in the world it still seem to not be able to get it down, man I just don't understand what is so hard about getting it Like, you have a good coach, apparently Supposedly, to as many people You have one of the best players in the world You have a decent team You don't suck You shouldn't suck But yet you do suck It's very, I can't I just don't seem to understand what is going on there And nothing is explainable But that you suck
2: Hmm. Hmm. It could be argued that Milan's just that good <laughs> hey, hey, it could be, man I, I could give that to you It could, could, could be Yeah, but
1: I don't know, man Yeah, go ahead
2: okay. uh, For me, I'm going to give my Tarjeta Rojo of the Week to Mikel Arteta uh, Over the weekend, he made comments to the refs Similar to Piojo Herrera, I believe That's what it sounds like to me And uh, he he was saying that, like that the refereeing decisions are, like, embarrassing. And he went, like, on this passionate rant. And, um, so, like, I feel like this fool, like, he's he's trying to be too much like Pep. And I think he gets kind of like, gets lost in the sauce. It's like, no, Arsenal were not playing good. Neither team were playing good, really, to be honest. That game was pretty bad. Um, nobody wants to talk about that The game was pretty bad uh, And it's not like Arsenal Should have came away with anything really You know what I'm saying Like if they would have lost I think that would have been a fair I think that would have been fair If they would have tied I think that would have also been fair If they would have won That would have been like something crazy So for him to come out and say that Like come on dude Like you, now you're just getting a reputation As like this complainer And yeah So That's my tarjeta rojo of the week Okay Let's jump into the Kinella punishment. So let's actually give folks a little bit of a of an update about what happened this week, and then we'll jump into Sam. Yeah.
3: That's so how cool. did we do? Uh, well, the loser of this week happened to be the winner of over the weekend. Uh, Sam. Back to normal. Back to normal. <laughs> he just had one vengeance. He just he just had one down week, and that was the down week that you know he now has to be. A comedian. But anyways, uh, Sam, you went 7 out of 8. Thank um, you, sir. Thank you. 6. 6, yeah. sorry, 6. 6 out of 8. 6 out of 8. Hey, it's pretty good. Huh? Huh? <laughs> uh, Ariel, Ariel, Ariel scored 4. Uh, Irving scored 4. And... Once again, I happen to score just to
1: <laughs> back to the old days, <laughs> back, to, back to normal
3: so, regular, regular scheduled programming. So, the overall tally that we have up to date, which is now week 12 for us, uh, Ariel, still in the lead at 36 points. Uh, with Sam's six uh, correct ones from last week, he jumped to 34. Uh, I still haven't made the 30th, um, so I'm at 29, and Irving's creeping up with 27 points.
0: That's so crazy. I must have got like zero or one like some weeks because the fact that I'm last, but my brother's serving the more punish- the more punishments than me.
2: That's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so let's jump into uh, the punishment for Jose this week. Yeah, let's see, let's see, let's see what the let's see what the wheel says. This man has
3: to do. Hey, I'll trade you. We're spinning.
1: Here we go. (laughs) I'll trade you, man.
3: Cool. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll
1: trade you. I'll do the egg right now. Get me out of this one. (laughs) uh, (laughs) For folks that that are
2: not you know watching us on on YouTube or Twitch, if you're not, please go follow us. it, it is to crack an egg on top of your head.
1: What were so, my other options? You can do the comedy show next week, and then I'll do the egg right now. <laughs> we gotta eat, eat
2: a banana. So some of the ones we still got is eat a banana, have an arrow with a peel on, uh, wear yeah. a cutout of a player, eat five warheads, uh, a spicy food blindfolded. So I don't know. I think that one's probably going to need a little bit of help from somebody, but yeah. So those are the ones we still have left. We only got like Four or five left. So we need to come up with a new list. If you have any, you know, ideas, please let us know and we'll include this in the list.
1: Are we able to do a swap?
2: Uh, nah, dude. It's it's your time, dude. Are you ready?
1: No. <laughs> it's my time to shine, boys.
2: It's your time to shine, dude. All right. So uh, hold on let me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's uh, put you front and center here, <laughs> you know? So that all the people get to see uh, Fluffy <laughs> two point Why is Irving at the? Irving should not. No, be I know, there. I know, I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. There you go. There we go. All right. <laughs> here we go. Okay, you ready?
3: Hercules, Hercules,
1: Hercules. <laughs> uh, all right, Okay. Guys, here we go. Let are we? Are we ready,
2: Ediven and Jose? Are you ready to? Oh, hold on. Let me get a. Let me get a box of popcorn real quick. That's right. <laughs> Hey, Alright man Alright Sam I'm ready for this open mic Take okay. take it away dude all right, I'm gonna put go. the five minutes on right
1: now All right, It's time for the moment you've been waiting for <laughs> 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 I would like to thank my friend SpongeBob for one of those sound effects. So, all right, guys. Let me give you guys a taste of this right here. All right. Gonna get to taste the, the mini fluff, huh? 2.0, 2.3. Of course, we all know the regular jokes, man. Why did the chicken cross the road? Why? Why? It's alright. Just to get to the other side, alright? Done. <laughs> alright, alright. Now now can you one of you guys tell me why was Cinderella bad at soccer?
3: Why? Why?
1: She kept running away from the ball. See, see, this is going great I freaking love this (laughs) Alright, but you know This is like the punishment, okay And I'm going to bring you guys back and tell you a story from when I was a kid Alright You know what I know, the worst part About when I was a kid Was being a kid and being Salvadorian That was the hardest part Okay, growing up, being Salvadorian was the hardest thing, (laughs) all right? You guys know why? No, nobody knows, but I'll tell you. (laughs) All right? I'll tell you why it was so hard. It it just was, guys. It was. It was very hard. (laughs) But no, no, look, look, look. I want to thank Fluffy for inspiring me to do this, okay? All right, I really forgot what I was gonna say, but this is like very cruel punishment. I told you guys this was not gonna go my way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and I don't know what else to fucking say. <laughs> oh man, Are you guys, you guys want me to keep going? I mean, uh, <laughs> all right, let's so we got two get, minutes. Oh, you, know, you guys want two minutes of this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, you know, I'm gonna just tell you this, the, the one story, guys. The hardest thing growing up about being Salvadorian is having the Salvadorian mom, okay? You wanna know why? You know, she would send. she didn't know how to speak English, so she would send me to school thinking, okay, I'm sending this guy so she, he knows what to tell me on everything. <coughs> Let me tell you this. Second grade kid coming home, your mom receives a bill from Pacific Bell. Y'all remember Pacific Bell? Mm-hmm. Viene Doña Maria. San, hijo de la gran puta. Venile <laughs> esta mierda. <laughs> and then uh, aquí Por qué me están cobrando esto and, Facts guys, facts Look Por qué me están cobrando esto? And then I read the paper to my mom Second grade guys, just letting y'all know Second grade kid right here I read what it says on the paper And, and you know what the response is Why does it say that Why Mom, I, I don't know Pow, right in the head dude Pow, poor Sam, done, out That's it That was the hardest part of growing up as a kid Being Salvadorian Alright I'd like to thank all my fans for this wonderful opportunity These last two minutes have been great I think I'm going to sign up for the next show guys So, episode 11, season 6 Here I come I, I'm, I'm warmed up I think I know what to do for the next one Alright, thank you Have a great day. (laughs) Is it over. (laughs) 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 Was that the (laughs) the Chacal? Oh my God. Dude, I'm fucking sweating right now. (laughs) <laughs> That's your
2: time, dude. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Sam, for a wonderful uh, stand-up comedy routine. Uh, you know, we're thinking about maybe including that one as our final one and actually going to an open mic. Ooh. And for one of us, it looks like it may be Jose. So, as as start getting ready, buddy. <laughs> we may have to sign you up for an open mic and see what you do out there.
1: Whoa. I, I think we're better off doing karaoke, man.
3: Yeah, let's, <laughs> uh, I want karaoke. <laughs>
1: God,
2: that's that, that's a tough punishment. Huh? That's a tough punishment.
1: It, it is. I, I really hope I don't lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, uh, thank you, Sam. Uh, let's jump into our first topic of the week. Uh, VAR decisions. A lot of controversial. Well, not a lot, but uh, two. A couple of you know, ref decisions that have been under scrutiny this weekend. Uh the Spurs one and the Arsenal versus Newcastle game. So, for the Spurs one, I wanted to highlight uh, the coach came out and said kind of the opposite of what Mikel Arteta was saying. He was saying that the coaches shouldn't really be criticizing refs because it's going to be like an erosion or like kind of taking away the power of refs. Um if we continue to like Scrutinize their, this type of like level of like uh, refereeing. So, um, what do y'all think about those comments? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you think refs are losing power if we are, <clears throat> if we're criticizing them in the way that they're refereeing this game?
0: Uh, I mean, I, I res I respect the Tottenham coach for coming out and uh, you know respecting that. He lost to Chelsea 4 1, and he was down to nine men. And just accepting what the ref said is what goes. But I think at times, you know, and this is where again, it kind of gets controversial. At times, it's good to maybe, if you really disagree with the call and it's obviously, it's obvious that the call should have been called, it's good to tell, you know, people, hey, you know, there's a mistake today. I don't want to just talk about it or I want to say about it. But because the call at the Tottenham game, I think it was one of the red cards, right? Or the double yellows. Uh, they gave a double yellow to, I think his name's like you doggy, or I don't know. It was like the right back. And it shouldn't have been a yellow or something like that. And he should have stayed on the pitch and it should have been 10 players. So, you know, that was a controversial call. But then when you see at like the Arsenal-Newcastle game, I think right there, like when Mikel Arteta came out and, you know, started talking bad about the refs and everything. I think it's... Justified, just because of the what what the call was. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I mean, uh, just from the goal where the ball went out um, to Bruno Guimarães staying on the field, and Manzo was over here wrestling against every every player he was coming up against. Um, yeah, and if our our refs, I don't I don't I don't think refs are losing power. I think re, the referee is always just always going to be the one taking the blame because when something doesn't go our way right we're always just easy to blame the the ref but you know instead of looking at the other picture or the other side so I don't think they're losing power it's just more so kind of thinking well are we blaming the ref for the right reason or not
2: mm. okay how, how, how are the folks thinking about it
1: so all right this is very controversial, from my take. It's not that they're losing power, but it's like after VAR came to the I don't even think refs. It's like saying, like, the VAR is just doing the job for the refs, you know? And, you know, like, what is the point of even having them out there if you're going to have VAR make the decision that they make, you know? Mm. And I think we've talked about it in the past where, where, like it takes the excitement out of the game, but it also like it's a fifty-fifty where it'll make it better because it, there's some things that we agreed that they should have been double-checked, and some don't. But like honestly, the refs, I think they are losing power too. Like they're they're just literally the scapegoat of the league, and that, mm. that they're not they're not they're not getting. They're not getting the full respect that they should. You know, it just—it it doesn't seem like it's—it's it's even worth it for them anymore. They're just like literally there. Like if they make the right call, they get—they get thrown under the bus. They do the wrong call, they get thrown mm-hmm. under the bus. Like so, there's no winning for them, and it sucks, dude. Because it's—it's it's really hard. It's a hard job, dude. Because it's three guys, four guys, four reps against the two teams. And the thousands of fans that are out there, there's really no winning for them. And I, I feel sorry for them, dude, like, completely. Yeah. So, I mean, I for me, dude, I don't even know what to say. It's it's just a really hard topic, dude. I would actually like to, like, find one day, like, a ref. Like, you know, like, a local ref that's in in a pro league around here and ask him like, how, how it is, dude. Because, honestly... Like, can you imagine, like, like you know, you're in, a, like, a NSL league or something like that around here, and then mm-hmm. in a Premier League, dude? <sighs> it's crazy. Yeah,
2: different, different levels.
1: Different levels, dude. And then imagine so it's probably just as hard as it is out here, and then imagine, you know, the pressure that's on you for one of those. Yeah, dude. Yeah.
2: Well, what are we thinking, Jose?
3: Um, i mean i feel like the, the the main refs the guy that's on the pitch the assistant referees that are on the sidelines i feel like they will no matter if there's var or if there isn't var like they will always have a margin for error cuz they're making the calls in live time like they're seeing it all unfold as it's happening so those guys will always have that and it's like and if it's a bad call that affects your team, then you're going to go at the ref. But if it's a bad call that is in favor of your team, then you just be like, you know what? It, it, they make mistakes. I think to me what I'm more concerned, and I think I feel like we've brought this up a couple of episodes back, it's like, who are these like refs that are in the VAR booth or in the VAR room that actually have the multiple replay, the multiple angles to actually make the right call? Like, why aren't, like, we going after these guys and not the guy that... I mean, I guess it makes sense because we're going to the guy that we see on TV making the final call. But why aren't we, like, going after the refs that are in the VAR room? Like, just adjudicating these calls in sometimes a wrongful way. Um, So I think, to me, like, I feel like the VAR refs are the ones that we should be more concerned of. And we should, like, like... Depending on the league, whatever, like we should be like, well, are you really capacitated to do this role? And will you actually be beneficial to the guy that's in front so that they don't throw him under the bus or that you make sure that overall he makes the right call?
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah, that's that, that's an interesting case. I, I'm I'm curious to think about like the like the thought of it being the right call because I think one of the things that I, is really screwing this up is this obsession with trying to get it right. And I think a lot of the times when we were younger, uh, and I don't want to be—I mean, I sound like the old person—but there there is an element to football that is unpredictable. That you know that there is there are going to be mistakes and. I think the more and more we go into this realm of wanting it to be right, uh, I think it could be dangerous in regards to I mean, I I, I wouldn't put it past to them to, to for it for it to come to a time when refs are not even like in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just gonna be like it's just gonna be like a robot or I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. But like I I wouldn't be surprised if like they're trying to work their way into that you know what I'm saying like the tech is just gonna take it all over and I don't know I don't know what football like that would look like but I know that there is an element there of just being human and making mistakes and I don't know something about the criticizing of rep especially from managers like it just doesn't feel like I don't want to say professional but I don't know it just kind of seems like a low blow like like, in Mikel Arteta's case, like, as as in the red, like, in the Tarjeta Roja, like, it's not like Arsenal were playing good. You know what I'm saying? Like, so so what exactly is it that is happening there? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just feels like, un. I mean, you can be pissed and all, but, I mean, be pissed at your players. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he said that he, he's proud of his players, but, like, I thought they played horrible. They couldn't do anything. So, I don't know. That, that's kind of my thought. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts? You got any other thoughts about, about VAR?
1: Nah, dude. It's, it's like... I think you kind of nailed it, dude. Like, it's an obsession of trying to get it right, and yet they still can't get it right. <laughs> and should they get it right? I think They that's the best. And But that's the thing, though. Should they? They should. I mean, what the hell is the point of you having all this damn technology that you spend millions, and, and yet you still can't make the seem the right call? Like, yeah, the Newcastle and Arsenal game, yeah, the ball had gone out. And it's right there, like they even showed it, and yet they still allowed the goal. You know, so what? What, what was so hard about making that call? Like, what is, are we still going to have people sliding you a couple bills under the table, dude? Like, is that what's stopping you from making the right call? don't you, you, know,
2: do you think it's going to make football a little bit bland, though? Like, imagine like. The uh, the Maradona goal where he scores with his hand. If VAR was back in the day, they wouldn't have allowed that goal. Like we wouldn't be talking about it now.
1: Yeah. I, I mean it, it would have just been like I mean hey, you remember it that It shouldn't one have goal. been a, a right should've. goal though, right? It, it, shouldn't it shouldn't have been a goal though. That's the thing. That, yeah, we, we,
3: like, we, would, we would have been t- the narrative would have been different. It, 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 we would have been talking about how he was a cheater, and the ref was able to make the right call. It,
1: it's crazy because. It,
3: it, so is that like you know? I'm just wondering like, if like is, is, is that what we're trying to get to?
1: I mean, look, that that you just said it right there. We're, we're we're okay with Maradona had scoring a goal with his hand, and we're calling it la mano de Dios. So we praised the wrong thing, and then yet when they showed us the replay of the guy the ball going out, we're like, that's not right. And then what is right is wrong and what's wrong is right. I think that's what the world that we live in right now for football. Mm -hmm. You know, the whole thing. I mean, dude, I keep bringing this up because, dude, I still feel like I don't understand how it's not brought up too often in the football world where freaking Italy took a beat down by Korea in the 2002 World Cup Mm -hmm. and like, and everybody thought it was okay. Like dude, fucking poor poor guys came out with nosebleeds in every every the whole at the end of the game, you know? <laughs> nobody nobody said shit. They thought it was okay. They they were like, "Yeah, good job, Korea. You stood up to Italy." <laughs> like that's not right, dude. <laughs> but yeah, we think it's okay because we thought it was a great moment in history where Italy lost to Korea.
2: So, but is it not is but is it not a great moment in history? No, I'm just, it. But, but 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 I'm just thinking about like the mano de dios. I'm thinking about Enrique's goal against Ireland. Like, aren't yeah. those like mistakes?
1: Like they create history? Yeah, for the yeah, wrong,
2: or don't they like so the so what?
1: Thing? Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I'm curious to think. I'm curious to know, like, 20 years from now, what people are going to remember this era
3: for. But because
2: opposite.
3: after what? No, so I mean, oh, so if, so I guess the opposite to it's like if VAR existed, would they have called the penalty on Arjun Robin to play? Exactly. See, there
0: you go. I mean, if you ask me, I wish VAR existed and they didn't call that penalty, right? But that's just me. But,
2: but the, I mean, there's still, the, there's still the likelihood
3: of them still getting it wrong. But it's know. like right, like. Yeah. Well, it's like, and I, and, I, and I get where you're coming from, and I feel like it, it happened, like, that's what, you know, football is, like, it's going to be calls that are going to be judged by that person, mm-hmm. and, like, that's how sports just, are in general, yeah, all sports, you know, like, the refs will have to judge in their own criteria and the way they interpret the rules, but then there are also, like, some plays, like, the Newcastle play, where, like, the ball was clearly out, Yeah, like, I don't know if you could get it wrong or if you could get it right in that scenario, but I do feel like there are some calls that it's one or the other. There is no, like, open criteria or open judgment to be like, oh, no, I'm basing it off of this. Like, like a red card or a penalty or maybe an offside. Like, those may be judgmental and, like, the ref will have to interpret to the best of his decisions, but there are some calls that could, you know... That are not that hard to make if there are they exist technology like what I guess we have now,
2: but they are though they still got it wrong, so it, it is still hard. Wouldn't, wouldn't we say? Yeah, with or without technology. So I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, it, it's just it's just a thought about like this obsession with being right, like. I don't know if it's as like I mean it can be as black and white as, as we, we we try to make it, but I think football lives in the gray area to me at least I don't know about what y'all think, but to me it lives in this space of of mistakes you know goals come out of mistakes or goals come out of like a planned thing. I don't know, but that's a part of the game that i that that I appreciate you know what I'm saying like especially at least in my life where it feels like sometimes I need to make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one of those places where you can make mistakes and something happens. But I don't know. This is kind of my my personal thought. I don't know. I don't know if uh, if there's anything else that y'all want to add to that.
1: You know, I'm, I just want to say, if VAR didn't exist in Salvador, would it be Qatar in the Gold Cup?
2: There you go. Just, there you I, go, man. Wanna, I just want to <laughs> let
1: y'all know that you know,
2: we all got one, man.
1: Yeah, it would have, it would have, it would have. We would have, we would have had a chance to win that Gold Cup. But we can't beat Savar. Jeez. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's let's jump into the Champions League. Champion League uh, happened this week. I didn't even know what was happening to be honest with you. I, it caught me completely off guard. Uh, but some of the notable uh, you know things that happened this week is Barca Barca lost to Shakhtar, I believe. Uh, Manu lost to Copenhagen, and the group of death is is open once again.
1: Death is open. That's that's great, dude. I like that. Group.
2: Living, living, li- living up to the expectations. Because in the beginning, you know, I mean, that was a group of death, but it was looking a little, it was looking a little dull. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but there, but they're, it's picking up now.
1: Yeah, all I can tell you is Newcastle is going to be the UEFA Cup champions, dude. That's what that's what it's looking like right now. <laughs> the Europa League. The Europa League. I mean. Uh, what, mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, that's a that's a tough group, dude, because, you know, this is what pisses me off of, of Dortmund, dude. Like, they're they they they're really unpredictable in certain games. Like, they'll go and, and, like, lose, like, a couple games to, like, some weak teams. And then, I don't know where they want to just come in and, like, take all this. Sh- like, you know, I don't know, man. It's it's really hard to tell, like, where that team is even coming from. But it's... it's Definitely showing to live up to the expectation of group of death now, man you I don't know what's going on over there dude. I don't know how you feel about the Tan hang boat now, man, but that Titanic is sinking fast, dude. We just hit the iceberg after this one. I'll tell you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and uh I don't know man a lot of a lot of injuries, dude, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, everybody wants to blame Xavi for everything, but it's it's not easy man when 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 all your players are like in the hospital, so hmm.
2: other 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 folks, other thoughts? What are we thinking? Man,
3: you, Barça, Group of Death um, I mean, it's the clock, I mean, and we talked about this last week, but now is the clock ticking faster now for Ten Hag after what we saw today being up 2-0 um, and then, you know, getting tied 2-2 and then scoring the 3-2, three, 3-3, three, three, and then 4-3? Or is the clock just staying the same at this point?
0: Uh, to me, they're looking for his replacement right now. They're ready. Who is it going to be? I don't know. But after after what happened today and, you know, being up to 0 against the Copenhagen, which, to be honest, you know, there's not much fight into that team compared to the amount of players that Manchester United has and the amount of money they've poured into that team. There's no reason why you should be losing that to, like, 4-3 that make it such an exciting game. Um with the team you kind of have, right? It's a team that, yes, is playing bad, but they still have a, some good players in there. Um, so, yeah, to me, it's – they're getting ready to let them go, in my opinion. It's not entirely his fault, though, I think, right? It has to do some with the
1: higher – The red, higher... card. The red card. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, dude, but, like, look, all they really had to do was park the bus, dude. Yeah,
3: you got to be able to know how to defend up to zero. Like, yeah, yeah dude, I,
1: they, all you have to do is park the bus, dude. And then I think you could have, you could have hang. You have a good enough team to hang in there, especially against Copenhagen. Like, who the hell is this team, dude? Where are they from, man? <laughs> what? <laughs> what wait, wait, who is this man? Like, dude, like. If you know what, dude, if it would have been, like, another known team like Sevilla, somebody up there, like, I would have been like, yeah, dude, okay, yeah, I, I give you the a pass. But, dude, come on, man. You just lost to a team that literally is going to go down in history for just doing this to you. And the hardest mm-hmm. part is, dude, that I think in our last episode, it was mentioned that who's going to replace them. That is the hardest question. Who? who can replace that like who wants to go fix that mess
3: some about pa- <laughs> dude
1: come on man they about to throw the bank at down or... dude hey I, I, I would love to see what it cuz the... go ahead uh-huh no go ahead no it's like the
3: one thing that i, I mean and i did get to see the game now um and then saw you know some of the highlights it just feels like The team is split Where like Half of the team Does believe in Ten Hag's idea And the other half Just doesn't care For the guy And it's like Any team that you go to Any coach that comes in If you don't have A full like Locker room By you Like that supports Your beliefs and what you're like Trying to teach them Or like how to play Like it's never Going to work out So I mean I don't know If there'll be a coach That can That we can think of That can come And just put The locker room Back together but just seeing them play, like it just looks like the team is very split, and it's like it might have been just the locker room at first, but now you can kind of see it on the field. Like they're very divided in like what they're what they're playing and what they're trying to do on the field. Um, yeah, I mean his his
2: his post game uh, notes were interesting because he's talking about a. Uh, the players fought together. And so I, I think he's trying to boost the morale, but I think that this type of result is good. I think you're right. I think that the clock is starting to tick. Uh, again, I still think that they should keep him, me personally. I, I, I think you got to see this out, I, uh, to me at least. You got to see out the season, uh, see what happens, see if it changes, see, and then you can reevaluate. But you don't have a I, – I don't think that they're looking for anybody, dude. They're not.
1: There, it if, right
2: and if, and if they're like looking for somebody, it's exactly that technique that you just said at we're, we're just going to throw money at somebody and, you know, they're going to just take your money and just fucking be in a shit show and then leave in, a, in another two, three years or like in a year or so. So I, I don't know. It's a, it's a process, but it's also like, I think you're right. Jose, I think the locker room is not with him and, I think he's starting to maybe see it because I feel like he's kind of like in delusion land sometimes where he's like, oh, you know, <laughs> like, oh, why isn't Varan playing? Why isn't fucking like uh, uh, Regillon playing? He's just like tactics. I'm like, dude, you'd you think it's Pep, you know, running this this show, you know? <laughs> but but it's not. And I think he's like delusional about his style or, or a style. I don't know. His style is not really clear because he even said that they're not even going to play the the way he wants them to play. So, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anything about Xavi? Xavi's an interesting because I feel like he's getting a lot of criticism about his Champions League record, you know? But uh is he is he Mr. La Liga or is it too soon to tell? Is you know, is it is it unfair criticism I guess on Xavi?
1: I mean, let me ask you guys, like what do you guys want from Xavi like as a coach like like the people that think he's ready to go?
0: Well, this this how I see it. To me, to me, last season when they won La Liga, it proved okay. He can coach him. He hasn't playing really well. Barca hadn't played well before that the past couple of seasons. So now he hasn't playing really get we're really well. He has a system implemented. He's given a chance to a lot of young guys, right? But now I feel like now that he has a Champions League, okay, this is where you got to see him step up. With that team, all right. Now you you conquered Spain. You did your thing in Spain. You're giving the team some a boost. Now you have to step up and be that manager that can take Barca far in the in the Champions League. I'm not saying they're not because you know they have an easy group, and I'm sure they're going to get out that group. Um, But we're going to see in the knockouts what really Xavi and his system and his players are are really made of, I think. And that's what I want to see. Right now, I think it is a little bit unfair criticism. You know, he does have a lot of his star players out from what I was looking at or a lot of his players just coming back from an injury. Um, They did not play good, though. Um, It was today, right, the game? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they did not not play good at all. Um, And, you know, it's just... It's a tough stretch for them after losing a Clasico también so you know Yeah I just think that yeah it is unfair criticism for Xavi it's a little too soon but I also need to see him like step up and be that next manager for Barcelona cuz Barcelona has not done anything in the Champions League for a long time so
2: But are they but are they a Champions League like contender or is that just like name you know el nombre cuz I don't know. I don't know if they're Champions League contenders.
1: Dude, I don't see it, dude. No,
0: but a, a good coach can make them one, right? A contender. Not saying they're going to win,
2: just a contender. Well, there's very few coaches that could do that though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, very few. <laughs> you know, a handful, I would argue that would be able to make them Champions League uh, contenders.
1: Yeah, and uh, and I think you can so you can count them with your hand too that are still available. Um I don't know, dude. I I mean, look looking at the lineup, dude. Like, I don't know, man. It's it just, it, it maybe the you know, there's something going on there, dude. I mean, that the, you know, well, I'm gonna tell you one thing, dude. This guy really annoys me, Romeo. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> that guy really annoys me, and Xavi has like a huge faith in him. But I get it. It was like an easy replacement for Frankie DeJong. But, I mean, it looks like he's struggling without Frankie. (laughs) He can start telling. Like, it it worked out for a couple of tactics in the beginning. And now that everybody figured out what what that guy can do, it's not as easy as it was in the beginning. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But, you know, I think, you know what, dude? He's not a coach that has a big name. He was just a big-name player back then. So, if you... You know, for the results that you want them, you can't get them from one day to another, dude. I mean, this team was in shambles before he came, and he's rescued the team into a level. Not saying that they're prime Barca again, but they're not where they were before him. I'll tell you that much. And he's working the system, dude. The Barca system that that was to be believed in when he was there. And bringing in the youngsters and growing them. And he's proven that he's going to work that system. And I think that's what Barca wants. So they're not going to let him go.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. any thoughts,
3: Jose? Um, so the one thing that I heard or that I saw on, like, several analysis of the games is that I think Xavi believes a lot in rotaciones, yeah. And like giving players its rest And like making sure that they don't get injured Or that you know like He can prolong the season Because he knows it, it's a long season On Champions League Copa del Rey, And so on But I think with that um, And just kind of like seeing the lineups now From this game And the game over the weekend Like I don't think that there are players That are up to his standards Or up to the level that it takes To be playing for Barcelona Hmm like, Ferran Torres, like, I don't know what he's still doing. I mean, they paid a high price for him, and I think nobody wants Ferran Torres because they've been trying to get rid of him um, since, like, last December. Like, he's not up to the par. And it's like, Rafinha, I don't think we have seen what Barcelona thought they were going to get out of Rafinha. Uh, Romelu is another guy that, you know, like, you wanted that center defensive midfielder and, you know. Romeo. Or Romeo. Um, and then Marcos Alonso still playing left back.
1: Like it, it's that was the mistake right there. That
3: was yeah. A, yeah, But who do they? Who else do they got though?
1: The Balde kid.
3: Balde. So it's like it's like yeah. So it's like okay. I'm resting Balde because he played over the weekend. So I'm giving Mark. I mean, it's I get it. Like it's like I'm I'm putting my confidence in you as a player. Uh, as an experienced player like Mar- Marcos Alonso. But I, I don't think that there are players that are fit or have the quality to play the football that Xavi wants to play and the football that he was kind of accustomed to playing when he was a player at Mar- mm-hmm. Barcelona. Um And I guess my other thing too with it, and it's like maybe, I don't know if like today's football has evolved from the tiki-taka that was kind of popular during the early, like, 2010s. Like, can you still win games, like, playing tiki Taka, And can you still win games, like, with that, you know, old Barstow mentality from that, that era that he was in? Because I don't even... I mean, I think the closest thing we have to that is Pep, because he was like kind of, like, the guy that kind of started that ship. But I feel like even if you see City play now, like, they don't even play, like, you know, I think... Types like, coaching style and playing style has evolved from that time. So I don't know if a tiki-taka type of football in today's, like, era where, like, they just prioritize a lot more speed than tactics uh, will actually work out to, you know, be a Champions League winner or continue to win La Liga. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely an interesting question, whether
2: tiki-taka can, can coexist right now with the current, like, Uh, I think environment of football. Um, But I guess we have to see, right? Because it seems to me like Xavi has planted his flag in that style and he's going to die by that thing, you know, because that's all he really knows. Because he knew that in Spain and he knew that in Barca, so it makes sense for him to be like, yeah, well, this is the fucking way we win. And, you know, so that that makes sense to me. Uh, All right, let's jump into our game, yeah? Okay, you can can take
0: us away. All right, so we're going to go back to an oldie but a goodie, right? Can y'all see this? Oh, can y'all see this?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, right.
0: so we've played this game before. It is called Who Does This Jersey Remind You Of? Uh, So for those that have not for those that have Sorry. not seen uh this it's okay for those that have not seen this game play played before pretty simple i'm um, going to have some images of of some vintage iconic jerseys and Ariel Sam and my brother are going to go through them and just say what player they think of what player pops into their head and i i used to do like 10 I went down to like six because I saw that we'd go on a, a long train. I thought, right? <laughs> we're you old heads now. Yeah, you get you give the old heads a, a cuerda and they go along with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll start it off with our first jersey. Speaking <laughs> <Sneaky enough>. of,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I were literally. Believe it or not,
1: you know who that reminds me of.
0: Go ahead, start us, start us off
1: With Henry. That's the time that Enrique came to Barca And then hmm. when, when it, He was like the one player That I just like dreamed of Having at Barca once He was just so clutch at Arsenal And then that day just finally came true He, he showed <laughs> up and that's like the first jersey That he played in no, I, mean, like I, I forgot boomer, uh, Right? Huh?
2: The the other one was the baby blue one. Yeah. Oh, no. The
1: baby. I blue. forgot.
0: I forgot to say before Sam went, but it's okay. Um, I, I, did did you guys want me to say what year it came from yeah. first or after? First. Okay. 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 So I know Sam already said his choice, but for Adiel and my brother, this is 08 or o nine. Barca home jersey.
1: Man,
2: graduating high school for me.
1: Yep.
3: Crazy. Just so gonna throw that out. Graduating middle school, crazy. <laughs> um, nah, this reminds me of a young Messi with the, when he finally got his uh, signature shoe deal with Adidas, and he had the the F fifty shoes that were like baby blue or something.
2: Mm. How do you? Uh, I the first the first player that came to mind when I saw this was Pugol. Um, mm. Yeah, so I just remember him just fucking just being the the general in there and just doing his fucking thing, scoring headers from outside the box and shit. So yeah. Rafa Marquez
0: still played for Barca at this time, right, or no? Uh, this I
3: think this was it was his last season before he jumped ship to New York Red Yeah,
1: I think it was. He was thirty one years old at that,
2: that day, that year. Oh yeah, yeah, Ture was in this team. Yeah,
1: yeah Ture, I mean, this,
2: this team was crazy though man were... next
1: next oh, jersey oh
0: we have a uh, inter 2010
1: damn man you really want to know who that reminds me of go yes, ahead we a do legend dude Pupi sanetti man can't go wrong with that man
2: i want to say this is balotelli was it not balotelli was it was balotelli in the scene? No. No. no no okay so this is when Etto was there.
1: This is when Etto Diego Mendez yeah, so was, was there. For, for me, it was the then. Snyder, ah, uh, dude, what a Stankovich was still there. I think. <laughs>
2: El cucho
3: cambiazo.
2: Oh, there was this little. Dude. What was this dude's name? He's a, he's an African dude. He's a little dude. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, he was like he was like a crazy like center mid. What the fuck <laughs> is his name?
1: Oh, but anyway,
3: that's what they going. beat. That's what they beat on Bayern Munich
2: 2 0. Mm hmm. It's his yeah. most team. Oh, Montari. Um, there we go. Silly Montari. Oh. Yeah. A guy
1: right there, dude. Jeez. What a, what a, what a,
2: what a blast from the past!
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Man.
2: That was my guy. All right. Did we all say a uh, player?
3: Wesley Snyder. Snyder.
2: Yeah, so Ariel, I did. Mean. You you said, I said I said it though. But then I then I thought. About, then I looked at the things and I'm like, Montari's on here. I'm like, oh shit, okay, okay. hello, yeah.
1: I said Sanetti.
2: But uh, Quaresma was on this team. Quaresma. Crazy, man, got Dude, no they, playing time. You know who right, else was there?
1: Wo- Tiago Mota. Thiago Mota was there. Yeah,
2: Balotelli wasn't here. He was 19 though. Yeah, he was in the back. He was worried, He was wearing rocking that 45.
1: <laughs>
0: Alright, we're moving on to our next shirt Oh, the Suaso was on that team So we got a 2003-2004 Juventus home kit I think I I I had This
2: jersey, dude Reminds me of me (laughs) (laughs) I remember buying it at Crocker uh, Because there used to be A dude that would go and sell the jerseys at Crocker And uh, I just remember Buying it from him
1: Crazy, dude Man, and you know what, dude? Right. This is um, Sam. I want to say, I can't remember. I, isn't it Slatan? Yeah, no, this was um. Slatan was in there already. You know? Okay. So this this one, it reminds me of this guy. He was one of my um, one of my favorite players too at that time. He was a midfielder. Nobody liked him, dude. But um, Pavel Nedved. Nah, that's my dog, man I I used to be a fan of that guy, man And Yeah, dude, this is the one, dude And he used to wear the long sleeves, too
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah Uh, Ariel, or my brother Tres Uh, gol, dude Yeah, I was about to say tres gol, too Mm. So they did win the Champions League this year, I think which one I mistaken. And Camon was on this team. I oh no, they they made it to the round of sixteen. I think they won it.
1: I, I think it Del Piero was still okay. there too. That <laughs> <laughs> well, Piero was there for fucking forever. Yeah, yeah, and I, right. I think that's where um, that's the team where they got um, Sambrota from go, to go to Barca after.
2: Was Cannavaro in this team?
1: Possibly. Yes. Yeah. 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 Canavaro
2: was a beast, dude.
0: All right, we're moving
2: on to the next shirt.
1: Thank you.
0: So we got a Real Madrid 2006 2007 home jersey.
3: Oh, this is FIFA 07, bro.
2: For me, I want to say Robinho. Yeah. But was that him? Was that him in there? Yeah. Got it. Yeah, because you're, you're talking about FIFA 07, you said? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm talking about people. You said so this, this, this must have been when Robinho was barely coming into the, into the team, right? Like, or was he already like an established kind of like? Hey, I mean, he yeah, had like a one or two good seasons at Madrid, right? Yeah, I think I think this was the season
3: that he got there. Mm-hmm. I want to believe. Yeah, this reminds me of the the Clasico in the Camp Nou where Julio Baptista scored that that. Pretty good goal.
1: And they won 1-0. There was, um, you know, th- this is where the one of the greatest players to step on the field for Real Madrid, El Pipa Higuaín. That was his time, dude. Mm-hmm. The legend, man. The one and only.
0: All right. So we'll move on to our next shirt. Oh. We got a Mexico 2010 away kit. Pretty iconic shirt in my eyes.
1: This one this one reminds me of (laughs) Chicharron. Yeah.
2: Alright. Hmm. I want is Salcedo on this team? Santito, yes, Santito, yeah. yeah. God, he was just like he was just. And I feel like growing up, he was like just in every Mexico team, like it was just the Gallardo of this of that generation,
1: <laughs>
2: literally <laughs> the, the Guardado. Jesus literally. Christ, he would never leave the lineup, dude. It, it,
1: w- w- this is the one from the 2010 World Cup.
3: Yeah. Um. Now I don't. I don't remember if he played against South Africa. But this this jersey with Guatemala Blanco's number and name in the back was iconic.
1: His
3: mm. last World Cup.
0: All I remember is when he wore the actual one and he scored the penalty against France. France. Yeah, but
3: I, I don't think he he came in for that because they only wore this against South Africa, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Underrated. Right.
0: Moving on to our next and final jersey. Ooh. We got a Chelsea 2012
2: home kit. And uh, Ramirez, this is Ramirez, right? Ramirez time. That's
1: SCN, dude.
2: Or is that a CN?
1: SCN. Both of them. I mean, that was the squad, dude. That was like the one of the dangerous Chelseas, dude. I can't remember. Was 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 Crespo in there in the, in the twenty twelve? No, not nah, that a, I can a, see.
3: Way past this time, dude. Right. This is uh, Didi Drogba's header goal to send the game to overtime mm-hmm. in the Bayern Stadium. A young a young Sturridge was see?
0: Sturridge on this team. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh that the Nigerian dude, uh what's his name? Uh Mikel Obi Michael. There you go. <laughs> well, that wraps up our game for
0: the, <laughs> today. Just six jerseys. Easy, simple, some iconic
2: jerseys, vintage jerseys. I still remember watching that final, because uh, that was the penalty final, right? Yeah. Or no?
3: or yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I think yeah, they right. lost it, was, it.
1: No, they lost that final? No, they won. No, they won. Was that where Terry like slipped? Somebody slipped. No.
3: The Terry slip once again span you in 08 Oh, okay. Okay. Uh then I'm thinking about that one. Never I think mind. this is the this is the one where Rob, Robin misses the penalty. Mm. Okay. And uh Drogba clutches it and scores the winning one.
2: Okay. Uh, we get to go into the Quinella we okay, want to talk about the World Cup
0: world We can go Cup. into our Quinella
3: Alright yeah, let's, I mean, let's, let's do it I mean j- just a quick recap Because I feel like we'll never get to the World Cup but Like Was it 2034 Going to Saudi Arabia That's that's crazy with I mean, no, that's, that's where
0: the money's at
3: Yeah well, that with, nobody, <laughs> with no other country to bid for it Crazy.
0: Realistically though, really who's gonna who's gonna them? bet 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 against them though? Who's gonna bet against them? But I thought like, I, th- I mean look what they did to the what is it, the one where uh uh is it Spain, Morocco, and Portugal won? whatever that year is. Look what they did to that one. It was it's the hundred years or whatever anniversary and they they only gave three games to Paraguay. Was it Argentina and Bolivia, or what's the other team? The other country, or they gave uh, it to like the first, the first Hawaii. three games? Paraguay, Uruguay, and Argentina, Argentina. They gave it those three first games. I'm sure they did it because there's no money to be made there.
1: What do you mean, like no money to be made there?
0: Well, just like. They they gave the, the first three matches to those countries, but then the rest of the World Cup is going to be played in Spain, Morocco, and Portugal, just because that's where the money's at. You know, they're going to get all the nice stadiums. They're going to get the people to pay for the tickets, you know, all that kind of stuff. I,
1: I feel like we just, like, we're coming to an end of an era where if your country is not a billionaire country, you're not going to be able to host the World Cup on your own. Yeah. And it's I, mean, I mean, it's crazy because I feel like USA has the capability of hosting the World Cup on their own, but they just don't want to.
3: It's like, I mean, think thinking like 11 years from today, getting to 2020, like thinking about 20, like we just saw the the Mexico flag, like in the 2020, 2010 World Cup, like what do we have thought that Qatar was going to get the World Cup 10 years from there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really,
0: like, see, know. and now if you look at today back then, isn't it kind of crazy to think that South Africa got the World Cup in 2010 just of how it's looking like going forward?
3: I mean, it was until the whole FIFA gate came out and you realized why they got it, yeah. That's not um, but you yeah, know, so it's not too late for
2: Salvador to get it.
0: That's yeah,
1: we do have a new stadium, and just letting y'all know. All the games it's, Hey, games.
0: it's nice. It's nice.
1: It's
3: nice. Uh, right, I so had a I, friend go there and everything. A joint World Cup between El Salvador, Guatemala, Panama, and Costa Rica. I, mean, I think that
2: would be great, man. That would be, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be t- dope, man. Let's get that movement started. I
1: mean, the, the, the airplane I mean, rides are only like 20 minutes from each country, so 30 we don't got to worry
0: about qualifying either.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we shouldn't need <laughs> We shouldn't have to qualify, dude. We, we, we have history. I don't, I don't get it. Dude.
3: Good or bad, it's history nonetheless. Speaking it into existence, World Cup 2040, El Salvador in Central America. You never know. You never I mean, know. I think if you think about it, well, I guess Australia could also be one that hasn't hosted anything. But
1: I don't think they're going to, dude, to be honest. Yeah, well, uh, it, football is not even popular over there, man They're they're a rugby country
3: hmm. well, like apart from Central America And Australia like, Those are the only two regions left
1: Believe it or not, there's to have, a ton of Salvadorians in, in Australia, dude
3: To have a go at it There you <laughs> go, you
0: heard it here first
1: <laughs> There's a lot of Salvadorians In Australia I just can't remember, like I think like can't remember it was like a a a time where where that big earthquake happened in El Salvador like in the 2000s and Australia was the only country that offered aid to have Salvadorians go to their country so a lot of them took that opportunity they just took off to Australia so yeah that's why there's a lot of them over there but Come
2: on. Let's, let's get this Quinella going. There you go. A history. The more you know, everybody. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, well, get there. let's close out our show. Last part of our show. Uh, this week's quinelas. You got it go. up? Okay. And let, me, let me pull it up real quick. Okay.
3: All right. First game right. in this round of week 12. I guess... Tigres versus America at Tigres Stadium. What do you believe, Sam?
1: I'm going first. Okay. <clears throat> I am going to go with Tigres.
3: Irving? Uh,
0: I'm going with a tie
2: Mm. tie yeah tie you want me to go Jose or you want to go I'll go with America yeah I'll go with America
3: as well so I'll go first this time yeah yes Chelsea Man City Man City yeah I'll go City as well Oh, yeah, Manchester City. Easy.
1: Man City as well. Yeah. I
2: guess I gave away. Yeah,
1: this one. I'm going to go with Madrid.
0: Oh, yeah, my turn. Uh, Yeah, Madrid. You're giving us the freebies right now. All right,
3: Madrid. I did. I'm going with Madrid as well. Hey, they won today without Bellingham. Mm-hmm.
0: That
3: boy, look- Brahim, that boy, Ibrahim was putting in the uh, work. He look good. They look, they look pretty good. Um, all right. <laughs> Numero 4 Stuttgart versus Dortmund. Very close in the standings. One. Uh, Sam, I'd say close.
1: Um let's see. I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go with Stuttgart.
0: Okay. Um uh, I'm going dorm.
2: I'll go with Stuttgart as well.
3: I will go with a tie. This is where you mess up, man.
1: <laughs> Don't tell them nothing, man. Oh, my God. You know,
2: you
0: know, the Stuttgart, their best player is out right now, actually.
2: It's okay.
3: Hey, well, we got. No need to panic. The fifth game, uh, Pumas versus Chivas. Which, by the way, I think from, from what the settings are, sorry, just a little background context, they're basically playing for home field advantage in the first round of Yeah, because I think they're going to play each other again. Yeah, mm.
1: so <clears throat> who goes first? Ariane. 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 Oh. I
2: didn't is care. it is i
1: go am gonna go I'm gonna go with a tie uh, me dude I'm I'm gonna going Chivas dude
3: for us no I'm gonna go with Pumas.
1: Oh that's good that's Uh-oh. good that's good. The okay, curse is heading see. to Boomeras, dude. Oh <laughs> no! no. It mean, it mean, I mean, be I suggest Jesus. you jump off that boat right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh yah y'all, y'all waiting for me to say? Y'all yeah. Waiting waiting to for say? You. Oh you need me to you actually need me to say it? Oh, yeah, I do, because you uh, know all right. We didn't know we you could change your mind if Jose chose Boomer. Yeah, no, no, come on. <laughs> this this easy easy dubs right here for Puma. Oh man. Alright,
3: so we got practice, little La- practice. Lazio versus Roma. Another mid mid off.
1: Uh, Sam. Uh is the most show still at Roma? Right. Yeah, I'm going to go with Roma.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Roma. I'm going to go with Roma as well
1: me too <laughs> <laughs> So if they lose we're all it's a wash on that one
3: <laughs> Yeah so that's that's what it was with uh with Tottenham for us. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it didn't matter anymore then Uh all right game number 7 uh Reigns versus PSG uh Nadia PSG
1: Let me look at my cheat sheet.
3: Mm-hmm. I'll go with PSG. PSG.
1: PSG man. Come on, dude. There's mm. no way that rains.
2: Right, <laughs> here we go. This is going to be the tiebreaker once again. The MLS games are the Hey, Kansas City on top. Hey, man. What I tell you, they
0: eliminated the first what place we team. tell you, old heads picked that out. Hey, that hey, could I, I picked hey. Kansas
3: City, too. That could have been the Earthquakes, guys.
1: Could have. Yeah. Yeah, it it would have made it even easier for us to know who was going to win that game. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it would have just been a tie. It would have been a tie, dude. <laughs> All right. So. Three, of us,
0: three of us picked Kansas City.
3: Seattle versus Dallas at Lumen Field.
1: Lumen Field, Winter. that's Seattle, right? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. I'm going to Seattle. Yeah.
2: oof see this is the this is the the big thing of uh, of the third game yeah yeah what you think jose what do you, what how, how are you feeling about the three games right now
3: i mean it was the only there's only game well i guess there's only there's i think another game that's that's going to three games i think the other teams kind of wanted it into
2: mm-hmm
3: which i guess i don't know like was the l a f c game controversial that's the only thing i kind of saw for game two mm-hmm That I guess it shouldn't have been a goal. So I guess... This is the better better they're through. I mean, this is the better game that's gone to three. Um, Irving? There has to be
2: a winner here, so...
0: There has to be a winner. (sighs) Uh. (laughs) Ty. <laughs> uh, Jesus! Just for the fact they're playing in Seattle, I'm going Seattle.
3: My gut is telling me that. Seattle, Seattle. Bro, you're not believing in a. What's the U.S. forward? R nine.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go F, with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Dallas.
1: That's a bold move, right I'm, there. It's a
2: possible. I'll go with Dallas. The upset. I'm uh, going go go with Dallas. It's
3: a. It's a. It's a. It's an upset, but. All right. Okay. Well, I got Seattle, so I think the defining games that we have up here are probably going to be the Dortmund game, the Tigres game, the Pumas game, and this Dallas Seattle game. So,
2: okay. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for watching us. If you watch us, uh, make sure you follow our socials. Strictly Football Twenty One uh and follow our twitch because we play fifa on there uh try to do it more consistent but thank you for for listening to us leave us a rating from uh and thank you until next week adios
1: thank you thank you guys and and remember um if you guys want me to to pop this this comedy show again i mean i think i broke the ice man
3: <laughs> but we never we ne we never got the end of the story on why it was tough growing up Salvadorian, man. Man,
1: it's it's a long story, <laughs> dude, but it's 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 the toughest thing you can ever do, man. Dude.
2: Hey, tell us that story again, dude.
1: Yeah, dude, it, it's it's like it's like dude like, alright, so the whole thing was like dude I how
2: old is I here, hold on right? let me let, hold on let me cut the show. <laughs> let me cut the show. <laughs> oh yeah, let me let me cut it for the people <laughs> on uh on
1: all right, here we go. Bye guys <laughs>